Difficulties. No more difficulties. No more difficulties. I think everything's fine. I noticed I last week. Out earlier. Yeah, I noticed last week you were a little louder than me, so I didn't turn anything down. I just turned myself up. <laughs> Maybe you should quit being such a downer then. Well, you know, I was just trying to not be real loud, but I'm kind of well, spoiled. That's not like you at all. Right. We're kind of spoiled because. uh with the Power Hour episode and the one-year anniversary episode, we had all that nice equipment here, and you told me that day that it was sounding so much better than what we normally do, so I'm like, yeah. okay, I got to get to work. And it's not, <laughs> and I don't think it's anything that you can do different. It's, I think a lot of it was just having everything plugged into the same mixer, everything's coming through the same place, mm -hmm. it just, we're all sitting there in the same room, so... I don't know, man. Like, me and you both have the same mic, and then your old mic that you had that Frog was using as a mic that's just as good. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, everything just sounded so crisp and so clean. And then here, you know, we got to worry about what the hell Discord is going to do with the sound <laughs> once it comes yeah. through there. Yeah. You know. I just noticed that, like, for the filter on here, for the noise gate and stuff, that it was just, you know, Discord transfers your sound a lot fucking different than anything else absolutely it does <laughs> so it sure does welcome yep welcome, welcome back. back to the just get off podcast it is uh february 12th this is season three episode 12 12 um, today today is national hug day i love hugs man hugs like make hugs the world too. go around I don't know about that. <laughs> they do, man. Like, just think but about they it. They are like, nice. How much, how much better of a day do people have when, like, they get a hug? You know what I mean? Who, who's the hug from, though? Bronson. Okay, see? <laughs> now we're talking. You know, when you're talking about your kids or your loved ones, that's fine. You know, um, I mean, Karina had a random lady come up to her the other day. Her and one of her friends took uh, Owen and uh, her friend's boy out to have a little play date. Right. And uh, Karina said they were standing there watching a boys play, and some random lady walked up to her, gave her a big hug. Oh, you doing? How, are you, how have you been? Like, talking to her like she knew her and everything. And, like, the lady still didn't realize it. Karina said she talked to her, played along with it, played in with it, <laughs> and then walked away. And then she said she watched uh, from afar as she went over to a table with all of her friends, and they were all making fun of her because... They realized she realized really quick. I have no fucking clue who that was. That's not who I thought it was. <laughs> Damn, so, it. that's funny. If it's a hug from your kids, yes. <laughs> if it's a hug from a stranger, Karina was not very thrilled. <laughs> hey man, 
But still, like, there's that little piece of Karina that's probably like, yeah, it was okay, you know? Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did bring right? some happiness to some strangers, so. Um, today is go. also National Oatmeal Monday. National Oatmeal Monday. Yeah, so I think that one traveled. That's exactly what the National Day said. I wondered if it was National Oatmeal Day. Hmm. Didn't even Google it. I just trusted it. <laughs> it's an, the old national holidays have never let me down yet. Um, oh, and then we were talking about this one earlier. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bexley was making fun of you guys, and I was letting her play with my stream deck. And this button... I never showed her what it was. I never told her what it was. I literally tur turned her loose on the stream deck, and she found this one immediately. <laughs> Maybe because it's got a big old poop emoji on the front of it. But today is National Poop Day. Yep. I wasn't pooping then, but I did just before the podcast, so we're good to go for at least the next hour and 40 minutes, probably. <laughs> yeah, we did uh, We did lead Bexley to believe, though, that you make Stephanie go outside and poop on the porch. <laughs> yeah. She goes, Steph, poop outside on Steph porch? Poop outside <laughs> on porch? Oh, man. Uh, here we go. We're not even fucking five minutes into the podcast, and we're talking about poop again. Yeah. There we go. So, it's all right. Uh, it's all right. The Googs is in the chat. Welcome back, Mikey. The Googs. The Googs. The Googs. Not the Gooch, the Googs. <laughs> so how was your weekend? How'd everything go? Oh, it wasn't bad, man. We had a good gig Saturday night with Sullivan Moose. Thank you to those guys for having the addiction band down there again. Had a good gig. It was fun. I got mad a little bit because there were no guitars in the mix again. <laughs> what do you mean? There were no guitars in the mix. Like, we were kept getting buried, and I got mad and started throwing guitar picks. And I played, oh, I played, I a, I played a trick on Stephanie because Stephanie has done this with me long enough to where she knows, she knows what my parts are, whether I'm playing bass or whether I'm playing guitar or whether, my, you know, whether I'm singing a harmony or whether I'm singing a lead vocal. She knows what I'm doing because she pays attention and listens to what I do, right? She's well, good at having that camera ready to record little yes. clips for you. To yeah, post. Yeah. She's good at having that stuff ready. She does a good job. If we could just the lighting, the lighting is incredible down there too. Well, it's the same lighting we've always had, but <laughs> I know. But it just doesn't like. I think it just looks cooler on the video, just because yeah. everything's glowing. Like right. in person, like yeah, you're getting laser shot in your and eye yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking laser beams. Yeah, we're gonna have to <laughs> this this break or whatever. We're gonna have to make some adjustments and like, you know, make sure everything's not just red, green, or blue. You know, because <laughs> we like right. when yeah. you Stephanie says when she's scrolling through Facebook, she can or Frog says when he's scrolling through Facebook, he can tell just by the scrolling. And like when he gets to the pictures, what posts are our addiction band that come from Stephanie? He doesn't have to see what they are. He can just see that the colors, red, green, blue. Right. And that's it. <laughs> but that's that's not terrible. No, I, mean, it's I guess not if terrible, you upgrade but... equipment, that's fine, but if not, it's a little signature. It just, yeah, we just, yeah, we just got, need so. a little bit of uh, you know, refinement and white and other colors, you know. So right. I may right. uh I may donate to the cause here after a while and get some just different lighting packages or something, some smaller lights that we can use for some accents or something, something different. So that stuff's relatively cheap now. 10, 15 years ago with the LED technology, it was new for like, right. You know, big lights. So it was, you know, 40 times expensive. 
as, as it is now. So, so yeah, see, there he is. He says, absolutely hurts my eyes. <laughs> That's because his being a frog, his eyes are positioned up on top, on top of, of his head. head. They're right yeah. out in the middle of everything. Yeah. yeah and he wears glasses exposed. most of the time, so it's magnified into the fucking retina. Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, what was I saying? Uh, I played a trick on Stephanie. Uh, and I said, hey, I looked at her, and I sent her a text message in the middle of the song. I said, hey, can you hear my guitar? And I look at her, and she goes, yes, I can hear it. And I said, no, no, you can't, because I have it turned off. But I was still playing what I was supposed to play, but I turned my guitar off, and no one heard it. <laughs> That's bad. So nobody, nobody knew your part was missing? Nobody knew. Yikes. Nobody knew. That's we'll kind of bad, but we fixed it. I, I, you know, I kind of flipped my lid a little, lid a little bit there, and. Uh, so what was the reasoning? I know you're obviously you're showing some frustration. Like, was it the sound quality was just shit? So you got mad and shut it off? No, it's just or... no, it's just the overall. It's just the overall mix. Like, as we go on, it wasn't to the, a good balance. Yeah, it's not a good balance, and it's not even a, a balance at that. It's more of just of, of. A lot of the guys that are doing that balance have their opinion of what it should sound like. And then as the right. night goes on, they start to lose a little bit of what they hear. It's called ear fatigue. And then they go back there and turn their guitar amplifier up or bass amplifier or they turn their drum monitor up or whatever. And then all of a sudden, no one can hear now, anything now because yeah. they're still turning stuff up. You know, it's louder on stage than it is out front, and everything else is getting buried right. because this one or two things is louder. And uh, you know, Frog says it sounded great when I got there, and that was probably an hour after the problem happened. You know, and I'm I'm frustrated because it's a consistent thing that happens to where we don't have keyboards or horns or any samples or anything. You know, DJ thing to to drive the band. The guitars are the melody to the band. We're a guitar-driven right. band. You know, like, when we play YMCA, which you got to see, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We play the lead part, you know, we play that on guitar. Well, if right. you can't hear that, all you hear is drums and bass and fucking noise. So, you know, yeah, Fletcher, Fletcher Munson curve. It basically starts to filter out the high frequencies and it all becomes non-clarity mush. Basically like adaptivity. Yes. Your, your ear starts to do what you're in, yeah. which is how Stephanie falls asleep at your show. Cause yeah. she eventually it all gets becomes used to the noise just and just starts white snoring. Noise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I was a little frustrated, but I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm getting paid regardless of whether I'm getting hurt or not, but you know. I, I've I've been having some issues with my fingers, uh, like stinging a little bit, um, and so over the last I don't know five or six years that I've played, I've noticed that if I can hear myself and hear myself clearly, I don't play as hard. I don't try to push more out of my hands. Right, you know, and you've like, talked about this on a previous episode, like your tall tale for when you get done on a night on how good you played is how tore up your fingers are. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're yeah. if if they're smooth and they're not, the skin's not peeled off, you know, you had a good night. I had a good night and I played well. Yeah, you 
Right, and you say that if you have if you can't hear yourself and you're pushing harder, then you know you're you're yeah, fucking they're shredded. I, bur I burned my calluses off. Yeah. yeah. So you know, so, I did, I, and and it's weird because like my fingers like sting under the pad, like just right. You know, take a penny sized portion of like right there on my on my ring finger, take a penny sized portion of that, and take it off, and then underneath that. Put a thumbtack and then put my oh put my skin back on. Stephanie Dorham shared the stream. Thank you. That's my Steph, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Probably scared a shit out of everybody. I need to, I need to go adjust a bunch of that. But you know, yeah, take just take the pad of your finger off, stick a thumbtack in there, jam it into your bone, and then stick the pad back on and go play guitar. And that's what I'm experiencing yeah. with these with these two fingers right here, my middle finger and my ring finger. Doesn't happen all it's the time. Is that something that you think's just been building up? Of I just you know, it's that... kind of like the carpal tunnel of the fingers for a guitarist after you know what twenty five years you said. Yeah, I, you well, know? it's been been thirty, been over thirty for me, you know, and pretty consistently. Right. So, I've only had a few years off, you know, to and it's it, you know, I mean, it's honestly kind of freaking me out a little bit, but it's not to where like I don't I I think I need to go get it checked out. <laughs> you know, it's like right. I can, but that one night, you know, three or four weeks ago, I was like, holy shit, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish the night because it hurts so bad. And maybe it's just one of those things to where like, maybe like my callus is sitting on a nerve. Like I can touch it like right there and I can feel yeah. it and I can feel like the little twinginess, you know what I mean? Like it just kind of stings a little bit, but it's slowly yeah, going, it's slowly going away. Like maybe I burnt my fingers up too much and then, you know, it's just kind of. Well, Re-aggravating right now, right? Yeah, I've got yeah, I've got a yeah. two weekend, full three week break coming up. Like we play on the basically the third week Saturday, so you know, got a little bit of a break coming maybe up. That'll and help. Maybe that'll help a little bit. So, but yeah, that's pretty. And then we sat around here and did a whole lot of nothing on Sunday. We went and had Mexican and went to Best Buy. Uh, if anybody wants to donate about five grand to the podcast, I got some <laughs> shit I need to buy. <laughs> Oh man! I got computer parts. I I, I in quotations need to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then I did some i racing, and I won my first uh midget race that uh I've ever won on i racing. So, oh really? Yep, won my first midget race. I've won in a three hundred five, and I've won in a three sixty wing sprint car, and I've won in Asphalt Legends and an Xfinity at Daytona. But I've That's never, I've never wanted a dirt midget. So I, I won over the weekend. Big confidence builder. Uh, huge shout out to Noah Bowman and Wade Fields for um, me, I, me, them setting me up and making me feel comfortable. They're like my crew chief. You know, here's what I want. Right. The, here's what I want the car to do so that I feel like I can go faster. And then they make changes and go here, try this, and then I go faster. So, right. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was my weekend. How was yours? What did you guys do? Not much, dude. Honestly, uh, we're on ten-hour days. No, 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 no. Of course, the one I've been burning their ass up about. Hey, let's get some Saturdays. Let's work some Saturdays. Come on, get some. Throw some volunteer Saturdays out there. And then the Saturday that I'm over there in Terre Haute is the first Saturday they've worked in a long time. And then I was burning my supervisor up last week about. Hey, are we doing another Saturday this week? And he's like, No, probably not. And I'm like. Fucking, of course, my luck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, we are on ten-hour days, and it does. You know, with the the three kids and as busy as we are, and everything else, 
it does by Friday, you're you're pretty petered out. So um, I think Friday night, Karina and I watched a movie, just kind of hung out. Saturday, uh, pretty much the same thing, just hung around. We didn't do much this weekend, honestly. And then Sunday, yesterday, we had a board meeting for the TQs, kind of finalized some stuff and kind of nice. go over the wording and stuff and the rules and just basically proofread everything together and see, you know, if there was anything missed or anything that needs adjusted. And it's pretty much it, man. Getting close, man. I know. I know. <laughs> yep. Uh, close. Yep. I told we I talked to you earlier. We got one more graphic we got to finish up. And then we're gonna about be ready to release the schedule. So yeah. um, we'll, ha- we'll have the schedule released here in the next couple of days, and then start the start the timer. Start the so. timer. Uh, speaking of timers, the uh, national sprint car season has already started. Uh, yeah, started this weekend at uh, uh, Ocala Speedway in Ocala, Florida. Uh, got Grant the, is whipping their Grant ass. Grant is already whipping ass. <laughs> Justin yeah. Grant, by the way. Hell yeah. If you guys don't know who that is, I know a couple of guys tune into the podcast that they don't know who the racing people are that we talk about. <laughs> Ta da! Oh, oh man. I found them. I found, for any, oh, for the audio <laughs> listeners, I just held up an Irish blend monster. These things have been pretty non existent. I found them on Amazon and I now have a subscription to them to be delivered every two weeks. Fucking A, right, dude. Uh, 12 pack of them. You like so. them that much? Wow. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I told you that when I was at your house. Like, when I first had the first sip, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love the monster coffees, like the the Javas. And I do too, and... man. I just I have to limit myself to how many I can drink. And I haven't well, had the thing anything is, is for that a while. Being, so. Yeah, not, and not being carbonated, they go down so smooth, yeah. so fast. I drink one of them and, and like, drinking milk. It's like dude. chocolate milk. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's just like drinking chocolate milk. But yeah, they got the they got the mean bean, the mocha loca, the salted caramel. Uh they got a like cafe latte. And they're all good. And this is the one that I've been missing. And you know what? I've honestly when I was looking on Amazon, there's like two or three other ones that I had never even seen or heard of. But they're unavailable. <laughs> so I'm wondering if they are a discontinued deal. But yeah, I told you when I first had this, when I first took the right. sip, I'm just like, I wish that this thing sucked because now <laughs> with how hard they are to find, right. I've got to figure out how to find them. And luckily Amazon has a an area I found basically a dealer <laughs> that will send me a 12 pack <laughs> of them every two weeks. <laughs> I, uh, if, if audio listeners, <laughs> if audio listeners are here and, and people are watching here and the audio go up, I'm literally staring at the, at the meters and watching the meters bounce up and down so that I can get the audio levels right. I am an I am a crackhead when it comes to how the podcast sounds. It's terrible. It's a fucking curse. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. So uh like I said, today is February twelfth. Uh we got our weekend recap out of the way. Um you ready for your this day in history? Or yeah, let's watch the meters bounce. Uh, well, we're getting close. <laughs> but let's hit it. Hedrick's Lawn and Landscaping proudly presents This Day in History. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love it. Let me punch some more buttons here. <laughs> I figured yeah. out how to do gradients on our little text thing right there. That it's oh, super cool. cool, man. Oh uh, yeah. Tell, Tell us you. what happened on February twelfth. In fifteen oh two, Vasco oh, da Gama fuck. set sail from Lisbon, Portugal on his second voyage to India. He went the Something opposite came, uh, way. <laughs> that that sounded like uh like a frat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Recite the Greek alphabet. <laughs> gamma, gamma, omega, wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see. In fifteen eleven, King Henry the Eighth issues a challenge, beginning a jousting tournament to celebrate the birth of his son Henry. That would make him the ninth. It was recorded in a Roll of Honor manuscript, which depicts trumpeter John Blanky, only identical black person in Tudor England. How about that? Wow. In 1511. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's nuts. I'm Henry VIII, I am. Henry VIII, I am, I am. I got married to the widow next door. She's been married seven times before, and everyone was an Henry. <laughs> All right. never heard yeah, I'm fine. No, my I'm fucking dad used to sing that shit all the time, man. <laughs> Look it up. Jeez. Fucking great song. Uh, <laughs> in 1541, Santiago, Chile was founded. Uh, I think it's the Michigan State Trojans or Spartans. I think it's Spartans. You have to correct me. But in 1855, Michigan State University was established. Nice. I'm still ghost. What the hell? What the fuck you mean a ghost? That's probably just Stephanie back there. The hell are you talking about, Mama Steve? You need Christmas. With, the, with how shit goes on this podcast, I'm looking behind me to see if the doors pop <laughs> up. <laughs> right. Shit, you know? uh, in 1870, Utah becomes the second territory in the United States to pass a law allowing women to vote. Uh, it was after what, Wyoming what was in uh, 1870. Wyoming passed the same law in 1869. In 1873, U.S. Congress passes the Coinage Act of 1873, abolishing bimetallism and placing the country on the gold standard. Oh, she said Patrick Swayze saying that. Oh, on the yeah. Movie Ghost. All right. Goldberg. Yeah, gotcha. I don't, I have to, I've seen that movie Ghost, but it's been a long time. I'll have to. I'll have to go back and watch that side of it. Let's see. I'm just going to have to look this up right now. I don't know if the podcast... It was by Herman's Hermits in 1965 was the the song. Huh. On the Ed Sullivan Show. I'm you probably can't hear it, John, but... Fucking song. <laughs> uh, sorry, you couldn't experience that, John. It was no, I did, I did, I did. I because I've got the stream up there, right. so I just I've got the sound <laughs> off. That way, I'm not hearing the reverb, oh, but I can right. turn it on just so I can make sure everything's running, looking smooth up there. We so. are. That's called on demand. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And you thought I was just making shit up? That's a real song, man. Great. I know, but <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if you Herman's just started Hermits. firing off dumb shit. You know, I do that every week with you, starting on Monday at 8 o'clock. <laughs> and it's 100% true. 
All of it. Everything we say here, believe it. You heard it here first. You can tell we've gotten older because we've actually cut the time <laughs> back so we can get to bed earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, in 1877, the first news dispatched by telephone was exchanged between Boston and Salem, Massachusetts. Hmm. I don't know when they invented the telephone, but probably we were right before then. Um, just think about like where we're at today. Like you can literally phone a guy in Japan, be like, "Hola." <laughs> You got to punch in a bunch of weird numbers, but yeah, you can I mean, make yeah, it you can do it, man. Like video chat and everything, you know, sending, you know, the airwaves. We're all gotten, getting cancer from AT&T. It's crazy. Not <laughs> remember, Verizon, though. Yeah, not Verizon. Remember just, when they, remember when they said that shit? They said that, like, fucking AT&T's radio waves would cause fucking, like, terminal brain cancer. Yeah. yeah. That's really working out, isn't well, it? Well, and that... And then everything with the 5G, everybody's saying that the 5G is just yeah. as bad. 5G just as bad. I'm going to fire up Frog here real quick. You know, and Al Gore, you know, with the whole, ah, the fucking global warming and shit. Bam, taxes. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 1878, Harvard player Frederick Thayer patents the baseball catcher's mask with U.S. patent 200,000. 358. That's fucking genius. That's a that's a good patent right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That saved a lot of fucking teeth and probably lives. Yep. Faces, eyeballs. Typical lobes. <laughs> In 1879, the first artificial ice rink in North America was at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Damn. Pretty early for ice. And like artificial when was ice. That? What month? February? Well, yeah. It's not bad, is it's it? This day in history. But it's the first well, yeah, artificial but... ice rink. Hmm. So it's fake. Right. Have you ever seen those things like where they have in winter festivals where they put down the big sheets of like looks like white plexiglass and you can skate on it? Yeah. That's pr- probably pretty much what they're saying. Gotcha. I didn't look into it. <laughs> Uh, in 1935, the first secret demonstration of radio signals detecting aircraft by Robert Watson Watt and Arnold Wilkins happened at Daventry, England. Hmm. Radio signals detecting aircraft. Radar. That's kind of crazy. That's nuts, ain't it? Little blips. Now Boop. we track everything. Bloop. Yeah, now we track everything. Yep, everything. I'll have an advertisement for fucking home radar here in just a little bit on my phone. Guarantee you. Hell yeah. Because they're always listening. I know. I, and <laughs> I'm going to touch on this here in a little bit. I figured so you were going I'm, to. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to touch too hard on it right now. But I. I it's going to go. Uh, you're going to go right into my. Right in there. I know, I know where I you're started, going. <laughs> I started. Uh, I started listening to all of our podcasts from day one, and there's so many episodes where we've talked about shit on here, and then we look at our phones mm-hmm. just to see. It, it was one of our tests, our our experiments, our studies to see if your phone is listening, and every fucking time we were able to throw something up at the camera of something that we had discussed here sitting yep. on the podcast. 
That's pretty crazy. Yep, it's I'm looking right now to see if it's actually actually happening. Oh, I said something about Thayer earlier. There's oh Thayer's something or other toner. What the fuck, dude? Yep, it happens. Kind of wild, man. Kind of wild. Don't know why I would need milky toner for anything, but you're welcome. Uh, 1937, <laughs> Cleveland, uh, now Los Angeles Rams, was granted an NFL franchise. They used to be the Cleveland Rams, huh? Cleveland Rams, yeah. That's when the Colts used they to be used- the Baltimore Colts. Well, but then didn't they go to uh, the Rams? Didn't they go to St. Louis? Yeah, they were in St. Louis. Right. And now and they're, they in, went out to now they're in Los Angeles. Yeah. My buddy Bobster that I played the Xbox with, he was fucking pissed about that when that happened. He was like, now what the fuck are we going to have to root for? A fucking hockey team? He was so well, and mad. Then, see, it's still, <laughs> just like, it's still just like the um, um, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. You know what franchise that used to be? They were the Houston Oilers, I believe. Right. Yeah. I just don't understand why the Houston Texans didn't take that over. It's the same city. I understand it's a different franchise, but yeah. I feel like the history of Houston Houston should stay in the history of Houston. History didn't say in England know. or else we'd be speaking English. Yeah, I just I might. think it's fucking weird. I just think it's fucking weird that the Tennessee Titans wear a Houston Oilers throwback jersey. Right, yeah, you know. with the colors and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking uh, of throwbacks, there's a Matt Beckwith in the chat. What's up, hey. ladies? <laughs> Talked about his one taco, and uh, you said you actually got to have some of his one taco, and then we did some mm-hmm. shout-outs on his uh, uh, flag and pennant company, too. Yeah. If those flagpoles weren't 600 bucks, I'd have one of them. Give me one for 100 I'd take it. Ooh, the bartering. <laughs> bartering <laughs> and if you ever need it you can give me my 100 bucks back and come get it with how, how we that? used to treat it with how he we used to treat him in the fucking iRacing league he, uh, <laughs> he'll probably he'll probably double down on us <laughs> <laughs> i would like to have one of those man but it's not for 600 bucks <laughs> i first saw it when you posted those flagpoles uh i was like man i would love to have one of those and then i hit see more and it was like six hundred dollars. I was like, not anymore. <laughs> didn't uh, didn't need nobody. to see more. <laughs> that would be cool to have. Uh, that would be cool to have a piece of the IMS Motor Speedway. That'd be sweet. Maybe yeah. one day. Give one. Put one back for me. Roll it up. Roll it up. Stick it next to your barn. I'll call you here in a couple of years. And be like, hey man, I'm ready for that flagpole? <laughs> it's gonna take you. You know, two years to save up $600. Yeah. Well, I got an 850 round dollar round of golf to play. I got graphics cards to buy. I got shit I need to get for my iRacing rig. I got stuff I need to buy for the podcast. We got to start looking at a building so that when we get fucking international, we can meet halfway somewhere. And, you know, I got uh, just <laughs> let it go, man. It's fine. Put it, put it I back. Say, I Matt. say we just. I say like a halfway point is probably the Indianapolis airport. So we can <laughs> meet there, set up shop in one of yeah, their fucking we'll just, terminals, and go go there. <laughs> we'll get we'll get one of those Sprinter vans, like Dodge Sprinter vans, with like a satellite dish on top, and we'll just do it from the back of the van, just right in the right in the middle of the fucking pickup and drop off line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goals. Hashtag goals. <laughs> 
1941, the first injection of penicillin into a patient by British physician Charles Fletcher in Oxford, England. No, thank you on injections. I don't do needles. Mm. I'll take the pill for him any day. Yep. Uh, in 1947, French fashion designer Christian Dior presented his first influential collection named The New Look. Huh. In 1964, the first Beatles concert. Two shows at Carnegie Hall in New York City. I always love it when these uh, rock star ones pop up. In 1967, Keith Richards Mick, and Mick Jagger were busted for drugs in a raid at Richards' and Sussex home in England. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Fucking Keith yeah, Richards we're is immortal. Right into the, yeah, we're getting right into the prime time of all the rockers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1982, the greatest hockey player of all time, Wayne Gretzky, scores the 153rd point of the season, breaking an NHL record. That's of the season? 153 points in a season. That's goals and assists. God. That's a dang. lot. That's a lot. How many lot games in... do they play a year? I don't, I don't watch hockey enough. Um, how, many... how many hockey games in a season? 82. Yeah, I thought it was 80 or 82. Damn, so he's almost averaging two a game. Yeah, two a game. That's impressive. Um, Have you ever seen the painting where it's got the guy's face and he's got his hands on his thing and he's like, he's like, you know, making that um, weird like face like he's screaming like, oh no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, think I have. It uh, kind of looks like, is it, it's not the Jim Carrey one, is it? No. It's like a, it, it looks like a Vincent Van Gogh painting. It's like very, very bright colors okay. and kind of abstract. Uh, in 1994, okay. the screen painting by Norwegian painter Edward Munch was stolen in Oslo, Norway. A very that's a very famous painting it doesn't say if they ever I cut just, back <laughs> well yeah and it's one of those that, of like fuck do you do with it right i mean you're I've not gonna be able original. to fucking sell it yeah. <laughs> like, i've got the original you gonna put it on fucking facebook marketplace <laughs> craigslist <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do with this i mean thing? that's I don't something lo- that's something that you'd have to hold on for like hundreds of years and like bury in a wall and then tell your kids that like you know, when I'm dead and gone, open this wall and sell that on the black market and let somebody else deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, What's the website for the black market, Dan? I don't know. I have no idea. You know what I would do if Fred came to me and told me to sell something on the black market? <laughs> what the f- where am I fucking supposed to go, Fred? <laughs> Fred! <laughs> how, how the hell am I going to find the black market? Right. Uh, let's see. I don't know. You could probably ask somebody. There's probably somebody up there on 96th Street that knows. Everybody's a tattletale. You're going to get ratted out. Yeah, especially this day and age, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, 1994. Uh, let's see. XV7. So that's, uh, 17. Winter Olympic Games 17. Opens. XV7? Yep. XV. Why the fuck did they do Roman numerals and a number together? Well, it's not, uh, it's, I was just calculating. It's XVII. Yeah, so that's so 17. It's 17. Okay, I yeah. thought you were reading as an XV7. I'm like, the fuck? I, no, I was just adding. I was adding. <laughs> Five, uh, v and two eyes is seven in my in my <laughs> visual thing there. Um, Winter, game, Winter, Winter, Winter Olympic Games 17 opens in Lillehammer, Norway in 1994. 
In 1998, Intel unveils its first graphics chip card, the i740. Now we're on i13 14950, I think. You know what that means? Me. That means nah, fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> fast as fuck, was, boy? The only way you could have made that uh, statement any better is if you just ripped your jacket off and you had that shirt on. I should have. <laughs> I uh, Man, that's going to be one of them it. ones I'm going to have to wear like on vacation because I feel like people that around here that know me would probably look down on me for wearing that shirt. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like if Why? I like if my mom saw a picture of me out somewhere with that shirt, I would probably never hear the end of it. Oh man! <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a shirt that says "fuck" real big right on the front that John's wife Karina made me, and it's huge. It is on two episodes ago. I wore it for the whole Power Hour one year anniversary podcast. But in small text, it says "fast as," and then in parentheses, it says "boy." Like like you're a fuck boy, so it's actually got three sayings in there. It just says fuck real big, or it says fuck boy, or then it says fast as fuck boy. So if you get it, yeah, you can't tell until you get up close. To yeah, it, <laughs> it's just yeah. all print. If you're you know across the racetrack and you see me or see me on flow, it, it looks like it's just it looks like it says fuck. But if you're walking up on me, it looks like it says fuck boy. <laughs> but then if you're standing there talking to me, you know that I am fast as fuck boy. <laughs> uh somebody clip that shit <laughs> mark it down it. write it down it. It. Oh. <laughs> that was good uh in 1999 u.s president bill clinton was acquitted acquitted by the senate in his impeachment trial and i think they were going to impeach him for sexual relations with a certain woman i do not have sexual relations with that woman that was pretty good john <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Damn. Uh, in 2006, a powerful winter storm blankets the northeastern United States, dumping one to two feet of snow from Washington, D.C. up to Boston, Massachusetts. The storm dumped a record 26.9 inches of snow in New York City. God damn. Could you imagine just opening up your front door and there's three fucking feet of snow there? <laughs> like, fuck, It'd be cool. Dude. I've all, I always see those pictures like in the videos like on TikTok of pl people in those locations where that actually happens, and I'm like, man, I think that'd be cool, like to experience, you know? Yeah, at least you, at you, least you one. Sure as fuck ain't going to work. Yeah. Oh, I Just would have to hang out, dude. No they, way. Yeah, they'd be like, they'd be like, hey man, you need to come in. Uh, dude, I can't come in. There's nope, snow fucking day. three feet of snow everywhere, dude. Snow day. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm up on your... looking for a sound come clip here real quick your... that was going to fit yeah. with that, but I can't find it. Come, Damn it. Come pick me up with your fucking uh, snowmobile or something. Yeah, you get on the phone with your boss and be like, hey, dude, uh, I don't think I'm going to make it in. And your boss goes, what did he say? Hey! Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what I what I actually said was, There you go. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a basketball coach in college. Got a bunch of ice the night before. Like, I mean, it was like an inch thick out in the parking lot everywhere. Mm. And we were supposed to have practice the next morning. And, like, our fucking cars were just ice shut. And you couldn't even get into them. And, like, 
a bunch of people are calling him early, early in the morning, like, hey, dude, I'm not going to make it because of the ice. And we all had to live up there in one of the apartments or whatever. We had, it was two different apartment complexes we could stay in. And he actually went to the school, got our bus, and then drove around to the apartment complex and picked all of us up. What a our, fucking dick, dude. And then, and then drove us to the gym we practiced, and then he took us back home. <laughs> what a cocksucker, man. What an yeah. asshat. I'd have been mad as fuck, dude. I'd have been like, dude, fuck you, Jim. Fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking goddamn. Yeah. Hope you slide and off and up... flip the bus, dummy. <laughs> it was a little one. It, dude, it was just IU East. It was just a little bus. <laughs> Short bus? We ain't got anything. Yeah, we ain't got anything. We ain't got anything special. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, in 2010, Winter Olympics 21. Opened in Vancouver, Canada. In 2016, Marvel superhero film Deadpool, starring Ryan Reynolds, was released. I did not know that uh, his wife was Blake Lively, one of Taylor Swift's super friends. Stephanie informed me of that. Ooh, we're starting to roll into it. <laughs> we're getting into it. It's coming. But I'm a fun fact: I've never seen Deadpool either. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I've just seen bits and pieces of it. The funny shit on Facebook. We watched um, Strays the other night. Did you see that? No. It's like a new movie. It's got... um, I'm going to start a bet. You ready? uh, Here we go. You're going to mention a movie, and we're going to start taking over-unders on whether or not I've seen the movie or not by the end of this year and see who gets the closest. Well, I'm going to bet that you haven't seen this one because it's a newer movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's yeah. new or old. Because if you say Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or anything like that, I've seen those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so one time, one episode, every episode you mention a movie. So that's uh, it's roughly, what, uh, 40-some episodes, 45 episodes from the end of the year? We've got a bunch of them that we've mentioned on here from – day one okay i'm i started right now listening. yeah and i'm up to i'm already up to episode 30 okay start start so, to start right now and if you're in chat put your number in chat we'll write it down we'll come back to it for the christmas episode and we'll see how many movies i've seen and if you're the closest to however many i've actually seen you'll win a t-shirt that'll be a long distance <laughs> a long distance bet <laughs> if that makes if that makes sense. So John will mention a movie every episode and I'll tell you yes or no if I've seen it. And then we'll just write it down, we'll tally them up, put a number in chat. At the end of the year that number gets put in out of say just 40. Pick a number between 1 and 40 and that's how many movies I've seen. That's fun. Hell yeah. We got a new there thing. Okay, cool. In 2019 Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman was found guilty of all 10 federal crimes against him in New York after 200 hours of testimony. <clears throat> I understand that this guy is Hispanic, but do parents anymore even think about what they name their children? Well, this guy is obviously not Caucasian. Well, that's why I said I know he's Hispanic, but right. I just but, feel like I mean, people don't try to say they're like traditionally. Most people have three names: first, middle, last. And then you well, got this is this his. Guy, that's this is like his guy's nickname. It's in quotations. 
Oh, the El Chapo. Yeah, Joaquin El Chapo. What the fuck is Chapo? L is the. Uh, probably Chapo. The dipshit. The dipshit, probably. Uh, not it. Probably took you to over to Pornhub. It says Chapo <laughs> is short person. Oh wow. How disrespectful. <laughs> Let's see if I can El Chapo in Spanish. Spanish shorty is what it says. Really? Yeah. Ben Poquito what? Chapo. Tenemos what a fucking what a gangster. Platicar. Come here a second, shorty. We need to talk. That is the ventriloquist version. That's that's not scary at all. <laughs> now that I know what it means, I just laugh at him. Every... Oh, you're bringing El Chapo? I ain't fucking scared of him. <laughs> yeah. Little short I'll shit. Kick him like a football. Oh, look, 35-yard yeah. field goal NFL record in the Super Bowl. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, in 2019, NASA data shows the world has gotten greener. It's 5% more leafier since early 2000s, mostly due to tree planting in China and intensive farming in India. Yeah. Not anything from our, not anything from our country. Fuck you, Al Gore, and your fucking goddamn climate change, you weirdo. Uh, in 2019 as well, the U.S. national debt tops $22 trillion for the first time, according to the U.S. Treasury. Still going up. Yeah. Yep. And in 2023, in her first live performance in six years, Rihanna performed at the halftime at the Super Bowl. Remember she was pregnant? Remember? We remember, Dano. I'm just saying, canceled. man gonna get canceled talking about pregnant women it's fine i'll talk about whatever i want freedom of speech is the united states of america see i didn't we're in it now i didn't even realize that she's pregnant i did i don't know man like big time too no no offense (laughs) i mean yeah yeah, but i wasn't looking that close dude i wasn't looking that close but it's one of those things that like no offense to her but rihanna rihanna whatever is getting older I just figured she was getting thick. That's all. <laughs> True. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. You know. Couple birthdays here. Uh, nineteen fifty-six. Arsenio Hall, American comedian. Sixty-eighth birthday today. Uh, American judge, born in Washington D.C. Brett Kavanaugh turns fifty-nine. He was born in nineteen sixty-five. Uh, American actress Christina Ricci she turns forty-four today. She was born in nineteen eighty. American rapper, born in nineteen eighty. Gucci Mane. No idea who that is. Gucci. No idea. <laughs> um, this is going to spread a lot of hate, but one of my favorite, favorite, most opinionated NASCAR drivers in 1984, same age as me, Brad Keselowski, was born. A little bit older than me, little son of a bitch. Uh, and the guy that got his career screwed in the NFL, Robert Griffin III, American football quarterback, was born today in 1990. How do you think he uh, got his career screwed? He played like two games and fucking blowed his knee out and couldn't play again. Mm, that's on him. Yeah, he was like the number one draft pick to the uh, to the Redskins. Yeah. Played two games and blowed his knee out, destroyed his knee. That sucks. Uh, yep. You know what didn't suck? 
the fact that this has been Hedrick's Lawn and Landscaping is staying in history. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Is it working? Yeah. Mine did, I didn't hear your sound clip. It should have. It better have. Anybody hear any soundboard? It. Oh, I didn't hear anything on yours. Damn it. There's something going on here. I got something crossed up. I'll do yeah. it again. Yeah, should have nope. came through. Nobody. Here. It's all right. Wow. Hey, look. Watch this. It's so weird. Hey, I think mine came through. It probably came through twice. <laughs> I think it, you know, it's something with your stream deck then. Because now it's all making sense. Because when we did our one-year anniversary episode, we used your stream deck and not a soundboard option one came through. And it's still not coming through. Well, so I, I hear it. You have. I hear it. So it's coming through. So... John's worked, mine didn't. There's something going on there to where something's crossed up. And you're hearing mine twice still? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, see. That's and it's weird, weird because I haven't changed anything. But see, they're saying that they're only hearing mine once. You're hearing mine twice. Mm -hmm. Yours isn't even coming through on their end. Yeah, we'll figure it out later. I'll reset everything. <laughs> I ain't got time to think about it right now. <laughs> Oh, the, it doesn't have anything to do with the stream deck because it's worked before and the only thing i changed was i changed the device that used i got junk come over here and look at my junk oh no 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 oh boy you you went straight down with the camera and i was like what in the fuck that, is happening does that look like junk no, dude he's got a he's got a pretty uh he's got a pretty good setup over there Fred said that it worked at the opening of This Day in History. See, that's yeah. a different button. That's a like different his button. His scene selections and everything else is a completely different button. The soundboard option on our Discord is a completely... Yeah, it's it's a different avenue. It's the same, but it's not. I think it's a Discord thing. Yeah. I can I at know. least look at that while I'm here. So, um, You got your... Topic, right? What are we going yeah, to look yeah. at here? Bam. Free rent, baby. Free rent. So, um, <clears throat> I did originally, <clears throat> excuse me, dude, I got a, got a little head cold coming through here. You'll see me, you'll see me if you're watching this, fucking hacking my lungs that I won't hear anything. I keep, I keep, uh, muting my microphone because I got some drainage and shit coming through from the weather changing and stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah, this one. I actually flipped it around. <laughs> I, I always try to make it to where you don't understand what the hell's coming through, but it's actually uh, rent free. Mm. So I think you know where I'm going with this. Uh, I think so. Just, but I'm gonna touch on it. I don't care how controversial this is. How controversial we're about due for it. a controversial episode. It so. is, yeah. And I've got a. And okay, I've, so the if, whole if this reason, is what if this is what I think it is. I'm going to go ahead and make an edit right here real quick. Find the topics button. Yeah, you Lock go ahead that. and do that. And the, and the biggest move. reason, I've got I've to get some more content from you, Dano, because for those who don't know, when we did our one-year anniversary episode, he did some fun facts, things that we have done together, things that we've accomplished, some numbers as far as how many minutes 
how many hours, how many seconds we've recorded. Um, and he, he sat there and said, I wonder how many times I have said fuck on, <laughs> on our episodes. Challenge accepted, baby. So I went all the way back to episode number one. I have listened like binge-worthy for the last week and a day at work, and I have listened from episode one all the way to episode 30. Um, I have actually hammered out some hours. That's that's work. amazing. That's a, an achievement well, all on its own. <laughs> I, I'm on 10-hour days, so I mean, right. I've got... You know, and we're on nine hours, you know, if we don't have to fill the lineup. So I'm guaranteed sure. getting 45 hours in a week, you know, to listen to nothing but the podcast. So um, do we want do we want to release the number of where you're at 30 episodes in or do we want to hold off? Let's let's take some guesses. OK. All right. Let's. OK. So let's do this. I want everybody to put. Two numbers in the chat. The first number is what you think the record is for how many times he has said fuck in one episode, what the record is. And then I want on the second number being out of 29 episodes. I'm on 30. I'm not all the way through it. So out of the 29 episodes, how many times you think he said it from 1 to 29? So I need two numbers. Like I said, the first one being the record Second one being how many times you think he said it. <laughs> so go ahead and do that. Put that in the chat on what your guys' guesses are. Um, no, but I do need some content. Single episode I did, I record. Did. And then yep. the all-time record through 29 episodes. Through just 29 episodes on where I'm at currently. <laughs> your dad said 22 and Jesus 205. Let me see if he even... Um, one, two. <laughs> so there's only seven episodes where he has had 22 or less. <laughs> Stephanie said 60 and 1,450. We're getting warmer. Getting warmer. <laughs> Getting warmer. Welcome to February. Welcome to February. <laughs> yeah. So basically with this, I'm going to go ahead and touch in on this a little bit, and then I'll come back to it. So I got to get a controversial topic in here for you to start building some more content okay. and keep your numbers up. Okay. But um, yeah, so I think everybody watched the Super Bowl and stuff last night, and Everybody is so fucking wound up about this Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And I'm going to go ahead and set. punch my second topic and let it live right here rent-free on the podcast, and it's called Super Swifty. Is that what your topic is, Yep. Too? <laughs> so, we're, so we're just combining We're combining them here. all here. All right, let's go. I just don't get it, man. Like... And we were talking about this when I told you what your numbers were. Uh, the first message and text mm -hmm. message, I'm going to release some numbers here. The first text message I sent you this morning was, new record. <laughs> and you sent me question marks. What? <laughs> and I said, you have a new record of fucks in a single episode. In episode 26, <laughs> I counted them up, and you said fuck 
one hundred and sixty three times. <laughs> the previous record was a tie, a two way tie for episode fifteen and episode twenty four with a hundred and seven. Wow. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Oh, holy shit. It's changed a bunch since then. Okay, so I had two more after that. So before the 163, the record was 107. But after your 163, you have a stellar 138 in episode uh, 27. And then 124 in episode 29. Um, your favorite fuck usage is using absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of your favorite uses. Or just whenever you get tuned up when you're disgusted, like grossed out by something, or you get super excited, you will go on a tangent. Like, I'll be counting in the booth. That's what I normally do. I'll paint, like, tally marks on the wall. So I'll count, like, in between cycles. Listen, so I'll listen for 39 seconds. That's what our cycle times are. And every time you say, fuck, I, I did it to Karina on the way home the other night because, like, we were driving home. And she was telling me something. She was frustrated about something with her day, and she was telling me, and she said, fuck, and in my head I go, one. <laughs> and, like, I'm counting her fucks that she is vocally saying now. <laughs> That's have how you, bad it's been have for 45 you hours. Have you done it tonight? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Because I, I, I'm I over tried. 20 right now because I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's. So, but that's what I do in between cycles. I'll listen for 39 <clears throat> seconds every time you say it. I'll one, two, three, four, five. Okay. End of the cycle, I'll put five tally marks on the wall. And then, you know, I'll keep going, you know, as the as it goes through. There are some times when you go on a tangent that you'll drop 15 to 20 fucks within eight seconds. Wow. Just just because you're so frustrated or you're so amped up about something. And it's comical because, like I said, I do just my standard one, two, three, (laughs) four, two, one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, just start dropping them. I'm just like, God damn, I got to. How am I going to have any time in between cycles (laughs) to tally these on the wall? Um, It's fucking embarrassing, man. I fucking hate that. There's two right there. Yeah, God damn it. So uh, you, I'm not talking anymore. I'm not anymore. even counting. I'm not even counting the GDs <laughs> either. You do a bunch of those too. But where you're standing at currently, right now, after 29 episodes, is 1,638. <laughs> so, oh um, man, I don't know. I mean. And I, I here's my text that I sent you, you know, because I, I said you'd said 163 fucks and you put a laughing face and said fired up that day, I guess. I said you went on about three fits going off about COVID masks, the lady not taking your quarters for gas and mm-hmm. being in a long line late for work mm-hmm. just for a grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's funnier than hell that I typed that out and realized how much we all let little shit get to us that much. At that moment, I went and edited our our episode for tonight because you know you were you were worried about that you're like man i gotta do better blah 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 like <laughs> yeah. you know so, so much for so much for reading that book of don't sweat the small stuff i really should watch my mouth and i'm like it is what it is i love it it's funny it's you people who truly know you and love you wouldn't have you any other way mm, right. you know and you said true fuck them <laughs> <laughs> 
But Here I we said, go. Starting right over. Whoops. Said, yeah, and I said, that's the spirit or in one of your infamous fuck terms, absolutely. <laughs> so, and it reminded me of this. Why are people getting so upset about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? If it does not directly, like, alter what happens in your everyday life, why are you letting it get to you that much to just ruin your day? You know, I lie. Your week, your month, your whole entire football season. Yeah, I, I don't understand why people are fucking getting their dicks all twisted. And just going One. off the deep end, right? <laughs> going off. Everybody's going to be sitting here counting them. Like, holy crap. Oh, but, man. But seriously, it's, it's, I get it, dude. People are tired of it. That's fine. But I just, I don't know. I'm not letting it get me worked up, you know? I mean, it yeah, is I what mean, it is. I really it's, honestly. It's marketable. Fine. That's the thing, dude. Like. Whether you hate Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey as together as a thing and influence into the football, like you have a choice, dude. Like you know you're you're gonna see her. Like you knew that going into to watching the Super Bowl. You got a choice. You have two choices. If you don't want to see Taylor Swift that bad to where you have to post about it on Facebook, you got a fucking remote. You can turn it off. You can turn the Super Bowl off. Yeah, you can record I, it, and, and, and you can fast forward through all the crap where you know you're going to see Taylor Swift. You know, people were people were playing drinking games with it. Every time you see her, they talk about Taylor. You take a drink. Joe Lagori was playing it last night, and he was actually on my. He's funny as fuck, dude. But he was on my Facebook and uh, was making a post every time that he's seen her. One, just saw her again. Oh, two, take another drink, and then like as the night progressed, he took another picture and he said. Well, time for a refill, and he's got his glass underneath the water <laughs> spigot of his fridge. Right. <laughs> he wasn't even drinking alcohol. He's just drinking waters. <laughs> wow. You know, I mean, here's the thing, man. She's uh, one woman. She's one woman. And whether you judge her or not, she single-handedly has changed the marketing value of an NFL football team, something she was not even affiliated with before they started right. dating. Changed the market what, value the over $300 million. There, there it is. That's where I was going with this. I don't, yeah. And that was that was a couple weeks ago. I don't know what that is now. You're right. But Karina was talking about, you know, one of the girls that we work with is a big Swifty. And she was saying that she had seen an article where they were trying to, that the NFL had talked about banning her or something like that. I said, not a fucking chance. Not a chance. No way. No, Not that would chance. be the dumbest thing between between sales and tickets and all the people. The money that have they get from advertising NFL. revenue from new Swifties watching the NFL is gargantuan. And if anyone of you thought that anybody other than the Kansas City Chiefs was going to win the Super Bowl, whether it was rigged or not, you are living on not planet Earth, brother, because fucking money wins over everything. And the NFL is fucking rolling it in thanks to Taylor fucking Swift. Travis well, see, Kelsey's here's jersey where I have sales. A disagreement. Travis Kelsey's jersey sales went up 2,825% since they started dating. That's now, here's fucking my disagreement huge. with you, though. We did sit here. I don't think that it's rigged. I don't either. I, I, but I'm just saying I that think there is an influence bottom, there. Bottom line, 
the Chiefs before Taylor were dominant. They were good. I mean, they yes. were the Super Bowl champions last year, defending, you know, two times, yeah. back-to-back. That doesn't change from here. I mean, the la- what is it, the last three years? Or three of the last five years they've been in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Taylor one, one year was a given year. Tom Brady, you know, like. <laughs> right, right. So it's still one of those deals where it's just like, I don't believe that it is set up or rigged. These fuckers were good for yeah. the last five years. I mean, the score, I mean, we just, the we score just reflects watched... that. You know what I mean? Like, they went to yeah, overtime in a Super a, Bowl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, and it, was, it wasn't a blowout, dude. We sat here and talked about that last night. Like, people yeah. were like, oh, it was set up. The most boring Come first on. half ever, dude. Well, what do you expect? I mean, we dude, it have was true defense. football teams. Yeah, they were locked down. It was not a just let somebody roll out, man. I mean, there was mm-hmm. lots of three and out plays, you know, and there was the punters and the kickers got their money's worth last night. They were dropping 50, 60 yard punts mm-hmm. all night long. What? Who was it? The Chiefs? They bust busted fifty two fifty plus yard field goals, or was that the Forty ers I don't remember. It all it all running together, but dude, everybody was like, it was such a good game defensively that there were so many stops that stuff. Yeah, I, I, mean, I honestly just felt like it was a good Pacheco game, a good fumbled on their game. first on their first fucking possession of the game. The Chiefs first possession of the game, he fumbled like he hadn't had yeah. a fumble like all year long, and he fumbles in the Super Bowl like, you know. Yeah, Damn. and here's here's the other thing: Travis Kelsey and the Andy Reid. I'm sure you've seen the picture. Everybody and their brother yep. have. Yep. Did you see did you see the interview with Andy Reid? No, I didn't see it. I I read about it. I didn't see it. Well, let me let me tell you something. That he laughed about he it afterwards. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he, he don't care. He knows. This this dude is older than the dirt that my wife scooped up at our fucking hotel <laughs> a week ago. Probably. Yeah. You understand? Like yeah. so what I'm saying is this guy has been around for a while. He has been in touch with – I'm not saying what Travis did was right. I'm not saying him going up and screaming at his coach was right. But this is their third year out of the last five they have been in this position. They know what it takes to win. Mm-hmm. They know the chemistry that these guys have together. They know what works. They know what doesn't. Fun fact, the play that they want they use in overtime – was the same one they won with last year. Same fucking play. Exact same play. Exact same one. They know what it takes. There is so much passion that, you know, is is going through all their heads, and Andy Reid understands that. He doesn't care. You know, he's out there to coach. Travis is out there to play. Patrick's out there to play. Like, Andy doesn't fucking care that Travis blew up because he knows that that guy is right out there exactly. on his side playing for a fucking win. Yeah. You know? They're there to do one thing, and that's win. Like, regardless of who gets in their way. Like, it, it's the same thing as somebody being passionate about, you know, guns and then flipping out on a state senator or something because they're trying to ban guns. It's the same exact thing. The media yeah. is portraying it as this terrible fucking thing, and what needs to be seen is the fact that that dude right there is inspiring thousands of young kids to be better. But then that one thing that he fucks up on, yeah, 
You know, they're, canceling. they're yeah, canceling. What? Get no the way, fuck dude. out of here with your goddamn cancel culture. Go suck a dick, dude. Like, let's well, see. And that's how many the, mistakes have you made? Andy was saying. Andy said that Andy said he he came back up to him later, which the media doesn't show. Yeah. Andy said he came up came up back up to him later, gave him a hug and say sorry about that, man. Yeah, and you know there was a camera on him. There was a camera on Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and fucking whoever else in the game there, you know, Beyonce, whatever, the whole time. time. There's so many damn cameras in that place. I mean, they make cameras the size of hairs now. Like they're they're waiting for somebody to stick their fucking finger up her nose just to release it and start, you know, start start all kinds of hell. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, (laughs) but it's still one of those deals. Andy was not mad. If you watch, I mean, obviously, if you see the picture, Andy doesn't give a shit while he's yelling at him. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's not phased. He's he's still on the game plan, looking down at his playbook, trying to keep continue going on. Mm-hmm. You know, the all them boys. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like just because the Chiefs are under a microscope, because of Taylor and uh, because of the media, I feel like their shit gets shown a lot more. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, the when they had some rough games earlier this year. He was having some fits too. Mm-hmm. These guys do this for a living. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, I've worked with a lot of professional race car drivers, like that do it for a living. I'm here to tell you right now that if you think that what they do behind a camera when they're doing their interviews is exactly who they are, you are wrong. Yep. You are wrong. Like, it's one of those deals where behind, like, I don't want to name drop. I'm not going to name drop because I love the dude. And I will, like, if he called me at any time, if I was free and didn't have prior commitments to something else or plans with the family or whatever, I would go work for him again immediately. Yeah. He may not win that night, but I know that dude is passionate as fuck and he will put it all out on the line. And if we come in and we qualify fourth, he's going to be pissed. He expects perfection. And right. he expects that out of himself. That is exactly what these <clears throat> players are. Yep. I agree completely. And here's the thing, you know, everybody yeah. says, you know, I saw a lot of posts today that said, you know, I was I, during the trophy ceremony when they got done or whatever, like they were so tired uh, uh, of seeing them two, you know, making out or whatever. You know what? I'm tired of seeing your fucking 55, 60-year-old ass with your fucking hand in your fucking old lady's fucking cratered-ass fucking jeans at Texas Roadhouse. I'm tired of that. Yeah. Keep your fucking PDA to yourself. <laughs> if, you, if you can't get behind two people that are literally the greatest people to like walk the earth and do what they do, some of the greatest people to do that, they act like those cameras aren't even around you. Like, yeah, what the they, fuck, dude? They, like, they are genuinely happy. They are focused on each other. On each other, like, yeah. And, and that's, that's that, great. Are, I told Steph last night. The moment they are there in the moment, they don't give a shit what you think. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, it's a good thing that fucking Timmy down the road <laughs> is not affected by anything that Taylor Swift does on a daily basis because, my God, his Bud Light would probably just blow up from queerdom in the fucking can. Oh, my God. Like, I just... Golly, dude, it's terrible. I cannot tell you, <laughs> and I, I understand where my mom's coming from because I she do said, too, yes. you know, just, you know, for the, like, the for next three days, like, there's some funny memes in there, but, you know, for the next three or four days, maybe more, that's all that people are going to be talking about. 
But, you know, so, okay, so Dad's got a good question here. So the question is, at what level is it not acceptable when a player kid can scream at his coach? The difference is, is if a kid does that, that coach understands. Fa- so if, here, I'll just use Owen as an example, just because I'm allowed to. If Owen does that to his coach, that is not acceptable. Owen is learning the game. He is learning right. the sport. He yeah, is he's not a on a professional. He is not on a professional level. I would think at the collegiate level, or maybe even a like a like a top ranked player in the country, even on a high school level, you're on your way. You're well on your way to being successful. If you're a top prospect in the country for high schools or college levels, mm-hmm. you've already got what it takes mentally football IQ and if you're that confident to go up at your coach and say I can score put me in the fucking game like that's what was that the third turnover they had because what and this is almost and when they did this play I completely understood why Travis was mad because it made me think the Seahawks in the Super Bowl a few years ago, oh, they're on the fucking yeah. goal line. Why do you throw it when throw you have Marshawn Lynch? Thank you. Yeah. What is Travis's best fucking play? What does he do? Play action over the middle. Right across the middle. Yep. You take him out, you got the biggest guy. He dra- What do we do? Watch him drag four fucking four guys fucking dudes, five, yeah. yards? five yards to the goal line? Yeah, before they score to win s- the game? Hello. You got, a, you got a six foot five fucking tight end. That's there were there were three the things. There were three things that happened that were a perfect explanation of why he got fucking mad and got in Coach Andy Reid's face. And those last three plays of the game, when they threw a play action over the left hash mark, and he broke free for twenty five yards. And then the very next play, he takes a fucking play action over the middle. Puts his head down and drags five, six guys within three yards of the goal line, and the next play scores. That is why Travis Kelsey was mad, is because he wasn't getting the call, because he knew he could help the team. He could do better than what they were doing. And that's why he was mad. Matt Hedrick just said, Look, there's a lot of plays where Travis was open. They should have put that game away like halfway into the third quarter. Well, and in their defense, I mean, they were rushing Mahomes pretty quick. They were collapsing. San Francisco that had one so of the best hard. defenses in the league this whole year. Yeah, yeah, but they but they it, were they were collapsing that pocket pretty fucking hard and making Mahomes scramble, which normally mm-hmm. he's pretty good at. Right. But when when you've got guys that are just hanging out in the backfield and letting, if normally if you got some backfield guys, your linebackers rushing to you know put the blitz on him if if Mahomes scrambles there's a huge fucking open spot right there in the secondary mm-hmm. where yeah. he has plenty of plenty of room to make something happen yeah. but if your defensive linemen are collapsing that pocket without the help of the linebackers and they could just stand there and fucking watch and wait you, for him what to are you scramble gonna do? out yeah he's a sitting duck he's a sitting duck you know? so is everybody else cuz they're literally playing cover 2 on everybody because they know that they have that defensive line to be able to put that much pressure on him. So you don't have to play man coverage, which is why the Chiefs would fucking eat people alive. It's because they gave him time in the pocket for his receivers to get open. And then if you do get to him, 
by the time you bring those linebackers up to to help out and help push and help blitz, guess what? Travis Kelsey's open the middle. I mean, it's just one of their six, seven offensive weapons is open at all you gotta times. Shut, you got to you got to shut Mahomes down. I that mean, was, I and they about did a good job. Night. Yeah, there, they did a good job. At the of end, that, that I told you, you know, you know what? What comment did I make about Patrick Mahomes there at the end when they're driving on that or, or that last overtime drive? I, I think you said you're going to have to put some pressure on him, or he's going to eat you alive. Look, look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. He's everywhere. They're making. They're they're making a big play. Clock's running. That dude's eyes are 5,000 mile an hour. Yeah. He's looking at the clock. He's looking at the yardage. He's seeing what hash they're on. What you know? How much time left? Where's where? You know who's he's coming counting in? All like, the, he's counting all the defensive players on the field. He is. Then, he yeah. is literally putting. You know, that's just the caliber in the the. I, I mean, him and Travis and and Pacheco. You know, all of them guys. They do this at a professional level that that's shit that goes through their mind and they calculate. There's no fucking doubt yeah. in my mind that they are in that Super Bowl for the third year out of the last five for a reason. For a reason. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're the best in the league to play under pressure like that and to, you know, completely just flip everything around on their competitors. Yep. So, and I'm going to say something know, about the whole Taylor Swift thing, Travis Kelsey thing, PDA, all that stuff, man. Like at some point in time, everybody listening to this podcast was where they are now in their relationship. I, Absolutely I don't smitten wanna... with each other and oh, like yeah. can't keep your hands off each other. The only difference is in Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's life, the camera is on them. None of you listening to this podcast, if you were in that position and the camera holding up to you, have the mental capacity to handle what they handle with the scrutiny and fucking irony and memeage and everything. None of you have the mental capacity to deal with what they deal with on a daily basis. I promise yeah, you it, that. And, and Matt mentioned it above. He said it kills me. The people don't like Ty Travis and Taylor because they're always showing them on TV and the internet, but it's not their fault that the media is doing what the, uh, the doing that. They cannot control that. Absolutely. And, and it's not that, like they're paying them a hundred bucks. I'm also going to make a second thing. If you're worried about PDA, I don't ever want to see a single fucking person that is complaining about this watch the ball drop ever again. On New Year's Nobody Eve. Nobody is allowed yeah. to watch the New Year's Eve ball drop ever again. I don't want to see it. Yep. Don't care. Yep, don't care. You can keep your ass in your Millions, house. millions <laughs> of people doing that on live television and the cameras with cameras being shoved in strangers' faces. Yep. You can't watch them do it. You can't watch Taylor and Travis do it. I mean, this is they're 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 mad at Taylor Swift because she has a successful life. Here's Stephanie. Oh, look at this. Oh, uh, uh, canceled. 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 Shutting it off right canceled. now. Cancel culture going off off the air. Goodbye. Oh. Yep, he's got to go do this. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> so weird that's pissing me off so bad why that's coming through twice uh, i don't i don't th oh, i am fucking triggered and it's not over fucking taylor swift right now damn one two three <laughs> yeah see <laughs> I, I don't mind the kiss cams the kiss cams are funny because sometimes you get a brother and a sister sitting next to each other and then they're like oh no you know Whatever. I, I, like, I you know hey, man. I, I don't mind those either i think that 
I think the way that a lot of these uh, sporting events do with the kiss cams are actually pretty cool because right. they'll actually get the fans involved. They'll allow the lovers to kiss one another. They get their ta- time on the big screen. And then they go to the opposing, the visitor's team's bench and get two players side by side. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing that they do. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> it, this whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing will go under the bridge. And then she'll be back in the news when she's pregnant. And when next year when they win the Super Bowl, when he proposes, it'll, be, it'll all be a big thing. We'll be right back here again a year from now. And a lot of people are going to change their opinion because, yes, it can happen. I mean, it's a love story. Baby, just say yes. Here we go. Yeah. I think yeah, it's great. I, I told Steph last night, I said, you know what? Let them love each other, dude. Like for real, like there's so much, there's so much fucking hate in the world nowadays and so much cancel culture about this guy said that he said, she said bullshit. That's fucking great shit to see on TV, man. Like she's inspiring little girls everywhere to like, at some point in time, she was playing a festival or a fucking bar. Just like I am just like I did this weekend. Like how mad would you be at me if it was me and Stephanie that were in Travis and Taylor's shoes? Would you be fucking pissed yeah. at me? You know, think about that for a minute. What if I was infamously yeah. famous for being the greatest, one of the greatest female artists of all time or male artists of all time? That for real. Secrets out. <laughs> I mean, you never know. But no, I mean, yeah, you're, that's that's the other way to look at it, too, is you just mentioned it, you know, that, you know, there's many guys that look up to him to be the best football player in the world or arguably one of the best. And then... Um, you know, and the flip side of it, the little girls that look up to Taylor, yep. you know, as is a as an artist of somebody that writes songs and apparently has some pretty badass concerts, you know. But you know, it, if that was my daughter, Bexley, the and she looked up to somebody like Taylor, she should be able to be happy with whoever she is right. with, regardless who's around, yep. regardless what cameras are on there them. There you go. They're not taking each other's clothes off. They're not fucking playing tonsil hockey with their fucking tongues. You yeah, like, you can tell that you can tell that they like legitimately love each other. Like they're passionate about everything that each other does. He's been to her concert. She's been to his games. You know, she's been she's been shown at the games more than they support each other. They support each other. How can you fucking not get behind that? Like Stephanie That's is a prime example. Stephanie has not missed since her and I've been together 10 years. She has not missed one single gig that I have ever played. Not one. And I played probably 35, 40 times a year since we've been together with very few, right. very little time off. If you can't get behind the fact that somebody is that passionate and able to... She flew from fucking Japan, dude. To fucking Los Angeles, man. Like, after playing a show. Like, that's fucking hardcore, dude. Like, I'd be fucking toast, man. I'm flying... I just did a fucking four-hour show in Japan and had to do all the media and press and crap over there and then fly to fucking Los Angeles because I feel like I have a commitment to the media and to watch my boyfriend play in the Super Bowl. And, like, God damn, that's hardcore, dude. That's something I can get behind. Like, God dang. Right. Like, that's that's passion yeah. and that's love, man. Like, that's for real. And Steffi said, that's because I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just man, it's I love just, it, man. I think it's great. Am I tired of seeing it a little bit? Absolutely. But am I gonna go on post Facebook and be like, ah, cancel culture in the Super Bowl? I'm tired of seeing Taylor Swift. Re. No. <laughs> well, and then everybody's getting all fucking. Here, here's another thing. One. We. I'm really surprised nobody said anything either. That ice spice. Man, whatever, dude. Like, who the hell's ice did spice? You see, did you, you didn't see the video or like her. Okay, it's one of her friends. She was in the Taylor's friends that was in the um, press box with yeah, her and I saw like her, yeah. Lively or mm-hmm. whatever. But apparently she was doing some like satanic ritual shit and every time. And okay, she, and like uh, it, it I, almost, I that, that almost looks like it was set up because you could see her watch the Jumbotron and as soon as the camera goes. She starts doing shit. She's not doing anything until the camera is on her. It's, maybe it's maybe almost she just like hit a beat drop thing. or something that like no you know, no, no, she no, no looks no, no, over no. You and can tell like... she's she's literally got she's literally got a cross upside down. It, but I think it was all for a fucking show. Honestly. Whatever. I, Who gives a flying cause, fuck? Because like I said, it Look. she's doing she's, uh, yeah she's doing uh, 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 cancel culture this fucking podcast, you sons of fucking bitches. Get a fucking life, fucking weirdos. God, it just came out of your mouth. God damn, dude. Come to my show. Watch how many times I throw up the horns. Oh God, cancel cancel culture, Ronnie James Dio. Uh, uh. God damn. Well, I think I got my uh, quarter of fucks in tonight. <laughs> Jesus. There, see, that's how you get them right there. That's how the tally just keeps going. Hey, hit the little button there, little ting, 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 ting. So which one? The check mark. Oh, the point? Just, yeah, just, yeah, just rack them off. Keep going. Oh, I'm good. Okay. Good. <laughs> That's I, even I, asking man, if listen, you're okay. I, you were you made some crazy noises there for a second. There was there was some shit back in the day. Okay, some of y'all are probably gonna be old enough to remember this. Ronnie James Dio, one of the greatest singers of all times. He's he's dead now, but he started doing this stuff, which is infamous for you know the metal hands nowadays. That was a warding symbol to keep the devil away, like. He was doing this to people in the front row because they were acting weird. And this is what his grandma did. And that became the international symbol for like, fuck yeah, rock and roll. You know what I mean? This shit happened 60 years ago. Oh my God. You know, Satanists and Motley Crue. Oh my God. Their their album's called Shout at the Devil. Oh my God. And, And they literally came on MTV and said, it's shout at the devil, not shout with the devil. Devil, you dumbass. Like, it's the same crap. Get a fucking life. Dado's continuing his uh, history lesson here. Yeah. On where the the rock and roll (sighs) horns came from. There you go. Now you know. If you you got (laughs) them, throw them up. (laughs) Cancel me. I think we touched on that pretty hard. I think we're... Satanic signals and stuff. (laughs) You ready to let this rest? We we got some would you rather's and then I I do have a just a t- topic tonight. All right, let's go. You look like you're doing fucking origami origami with your fingers. <laughs> that was origami with my fingers. Here we go. Would you rather's are brought to you by Murray's Automotive Detailing and Performance. <laughs> you did it. It's your fault. I 
I'm, I know. I'm trying to read ahead of these and make sure there's not something else that's going to just make it worse. <laughs> uh, would you rather be a self-made millionaire or marry a billionaire? <laughs> I'd marry a billionaire. Fuck it. Steph, get to work. Call, call him Travis Kelsey. <laughs> call me Travis. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I guess, I don't know. A million dollars is not enough these days. Yeah, but I mean, if you're a self-made millionaire, usually if you get to that point, you're you're multiplying it pretty quick, you know. True. You're doing something right, and you already know the system on how to get there. But here, it's, here it's comes here comes my not giving a fuck about what anybody ever thought about me. Because if I'm marrying a billionaire, I got more money than you, so fuck you. And as long as there's not a prenup, fuck you. And I, guess well, I know that came through. Prenup, you're gonna, yeah, oh yeah, I did hear that one. Uh, yeah. So was, I guess if you're marrying a billionaire and then something does happen or whatever, you can still make out like a fat rat and be set. But um, yeah, I don't know, dude. The lazy being, way, m- marry a billionaire. Yeah, being a being self made. Being self made does not mean what it did 20 years ago. You know. Right. No one gives a yeah. shit. Not the self-made. Oh, I work hard for my money. Nope. You can be a fucking YouTube star now and make million. Be a millionaire like Logan Paul well, or all we, them we talking, Well, we were talking about it the other day. You know, we were. Um, you know, with some of the what was the game we were playing? Daisy. We were playing Daisy mm-hmm. the other day, yeah. and we were talking about some of the Twitch streamers that literally just play that every day for a living, and they're racking up like two to three million dollars a year just playing a video game. You yeah, know what I mean? Playing a video game. You know, so yep. it's not like it's not like somebody like Frog. Shout out to Frog. It's not somebody like him that was actually working their ass off, getting dirtier in a coon's ass, working in a coal mine. You mm-hmm. know that that used to be big money back then. You know, like yep. that's how people made. That was an honest living job to where people were wealthy. Right you know? now, you could do it sitting here with a controller in your hand. You know, so um, would you rather? Be the one who orders the nuclear bombing of a city, or be the one who executes the nuclear bombing of the city. So I think you're in the same boat either way. Yeah, well, kind of not really though. I think what that means is you're the fight in the fighter pilot in the jet. I'm the guy that makes the call. Would you rather be the guy that says, "All right, Dano, all signals go, drop the bomb," or would you? Rather be the guy in your spot that just flies by and actually drops the bomb. There's a text message I sent to you earlier. A Probably, text? Yeah, it says like LMFAO and it says fuck them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'll make the call. Fuck them. Give me the access codes, John. Y'all going to hell. Kill them all that God sort them out. Matt says you're not gonna like this, but either either or, <laughs> either or, either or, either or. Tell me shocked. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think for um, my conscience, I think it would if I don't have to actually be the one that that drops the hammer, pulls the trigger. Yeah. To make, yeah, to make the decision would be. So it's gonna. It's words can come out a lot quicker than actually going over and hitting a button and, right. and activating it you know 
Um, would you rather be captured by a wild tribe in the jungle and be forced to survive, like with them, or be captured by pirates at sea? Oh, pirates at sea! <laughs> I knew you were going to yeah. that. And like, but but I like I figured like your little inner Viking would kind of maybe spring out a little bit too, and you know maybe. Humor the the jungle, the tribe, you know that. I mean, I feel like I could do either, but I think being a pirate would be a lot more fun. (laughs) And see, like it all sounds fun. And see, here's another reason why I thought you had picked the jungle. Like I've been, like I said, I've been listening to these episodes, and one of the things that is one of your biggest fears is what drowning. Yes. I have seen enough TikTok videos for some of these people that are on these like <laughs> big ass fucking fishing yeah, charters. Yeah, they yeah. get caught in these storms and stuff. It's terrifying. Uh, one of my favorite shows from a while back. Terrifying. One of my favorite shows from a while back was uh, Deadliest Catch on Discovery Channel. Right. I had God, to quit. Man. I had to quit watching it because they kept focusing on like the Coast Guard and like the rescue missions and shit. And then I had watched an episode where they found these dudes' bodies fucking floating in this green shit from the fucking raft, like, deflating. And these guys fucking right. froze to death. And I couldn't sleep for, like, two weeks after that. I had yeah. to quit watching it. Yeah. But see, that's that's where I was going. I figured I'd throw, even if you didn't catch on, and I, I knew you'd be like, oh, yo-ho, <laughs> life is for me. Yeah, the pirate's but, life for me. <laughs> but I had to play the devil's advocate and bring up some topics of, hey, Dano, um, you are scared of water. Yeah, but if you're a pi- if if you're a if I'm a pirate or you're a pirate, like you know, like the sea calls me home type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, let you me don't let me tell fuck. you something. <laughs> yeah, but that sea doesn't give a fuck about you at all. It doesn't yeah, care but if like, you're a yeah, but that's the thing. That's like you're on the, the Titanic. Attitude. That's the attitude that you had as a pirate. Like you were happier yeah. at sea than you were on land. Like yeah, but I did I did say that you have to survive. <laughs> you know, uh. I think you know I I'm I've been playing devil's advocate. I think it would be cool to be a pirate. I do think <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I, I wish the audio <laughs> listeners I wish the audio listeners got like a like they, they you're missing out if you're just doing audio listening cuz you don't get to see what the chat says. But uh um Man, I don't know if I want to do the pirates by sea, pirates at sea or the wild tribe in a jungle. I I think that I don't know. I think I'd have to do the Pirates at Sea. I'm terrified of the ocean when it comes to being out that far and being exposed to the elements and shit like that. Right. I also don't like fucking getting bit by bugs and shit either in the jungle. (laughs) All they're doing is wearing. You do say that a lot. Yeah, you're also you're about to have bugs, man. Nothing, nothing pisses me off more than Indiana summer than getting just chewed alive by mosquitoes. I agree. And those are nice bugs. You get out in the jungle, there's some fucking poisonous things out there that'll just make you swell up and look like the Michelin Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just certain things that I just don't want to fuck with in a in a jungle. And bugs and tigers are pretty high on that list. And having to wear whatever animal skin they wear around their waist as underwear. <laughs> See, I feel like I the George of the Jungle. I feel like I could do it either way. I'm fucking people yeah. up with a sword. Mm. 
I'm telling you, uh, you want to you want to watch a cool show? Watch Black Sails on Stars. It's fantastic. One of the greatest shows I've ever seen. That's all I've got for the Would You Rather's. That was my three. Let's uh, let's jump into this. Just a tip here. Topic. Yep. Just a tip. Topic here is um, sleep habits. I know we've kind of touched just the tip on these before in previous episodes. (laughs) Um, but there was something that happened to me the other day and I've noticed that the older I'm getting, um, there, there's two scenarios here. This, the older I'm getting, the, the more one starts to affect me in the morning right. and how I wake up. Um, one of them, I woke up hot as fuck the other day and that's me every day. So yeah but dude like it was so bad that like you know how like you're not sweating you're 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 hot your body's hot but like your balls are sweating we're just gonna dive right into it mine was so bad i I had the crazy body heat but i had so much of the sweating like in the down yonder that it had already kind of like precursored for chafing for the day damn automatically jesus it, it was just one of those that just i could not get cooled down i literally let the dog out in 30 degree weather on the back porch in my fucking underwear just <laughs> and i still wow. like, i waited till the last minute to even i wear basketball shorts <clears throat> to work every day just because of the paint booth right and i waited till the last minute to put my hoodie on i don't even think i put my hoodie on that morning i just put it in the trunk walked out there in a t-shirt and shorts because i could not get cooled down for me if i ever wake up like that there's a difference in comfortable warm and hot like that to the point where i'm already sweating and starting to chafe for the day damn that is automatically a day ruiner for me (laughs) matt's on one tonight man (laughs) and she it's not her fault she's part of the problem though because this woman radiates heat hate heat in her sleep Hotness. She could be. She could sleep fucking bra and panties, and she will still like become a, a heater. All you, you know what own. you need. Y'all need a bigger bed. But that's not the problem. It's like we. Oh, can, it works just sleep, fine. <laughs> we can sleep far enough away from each other that, like, that's. But if not you were sleeping issue. even farther. <laughs> is what I, we have a king size bed, and Stephanie is over there in fucking Bangkok, China. <laughs> right, and see, he says, and don't cuddle. Usually, I, I will cuddle for a little bit. We'll cuddle up at you know spoon or whatever at night. But when we first start to go to sleep, but then like we part our ways. Get I away from me. On, like, I, I sleep on her. Like if you're laying in the bed, I sleep on the right side. She sleeps on the left, and we both usually sleep. She sleeps on her, let me think about this. She'll sleep on her left side. I sleep on my right. So we face away from each other and everything, like, once comfortability sets in. But I don't know, man. It's just one of those things that, yes, you sir. Know, I, I can't King stand size bed. that. Lay the fuck on your zip code over there. <laughs> yeah, but here's the other thing, too, and this is this is where – I'm starting to have issues and I don't know how to get away from it. I've been experiencing anxiety a lot here in the mornings and 
a lot of it is just because of my internal time clock. Like I've been trying to figure out why it's happening and how I can fix it. I don't know how to fucking fix it because it's just, there's nothing I could do about it. But what is the, an acceptable time for like, for you to wake up like before your alarm without feeling anxious? Because um, my problem is, is like, like this morning, Karina had to get up a little bit early. She had some stuff she had. She's been doing her Valentine's Day stuff. Okay. So she had to get up a little bit earlier than what she normally does to, so we could get to work 15 minutes earlier to go deliver this stuff to this lady at work sure. out in the parking lot. That's not what caused me the anxiety. My alarm is at 430. Her alarm went off at four o'clock. I woke up to it. No big deal. I couldn't go back to sleep because I'm now thinking, fuck, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm not going to wake up to my alarm. If I don't wake up to my alarm, then this isn't going to get done. That's not going to get done. We're going to be running behind. We're going to be late. I can't shut my brain off to go back to sleep. And I automatically just anxiety ridden. And even when my alarm goes off at four 30 and I can go about my normal deal and know that I have plenty of time to get shit done. In that course of a half hour from when her alarm went off, my mind is mentally fucked from just worrying itself. It's nothing that I I can control. It's just it's wrong. No, I mean, the only forward. cure for that is to just not go back to sleep. Just get up. But, and then, like, so I guess my time, like, to answer my own question for my, my scenario is, um, you know, when is the acceptable time to wake up before your alarm without having to feel that anxious is anxiousness is about an hour. If my alarm goes off at four 30, I wake up at three 30 because I got to piss. It's no problem for me to go in the bathroom, go piss and go back to bed. Yeah. If it's anything less than an hour, I feel anxious. If but I, see, I know that I, I can't go back to, if I, if I don't go back to sleep, I know that I'm missing out on sleep and that just makes the day even longer. And then, you know, I've, I, I suck. I've, I've struggled with sleep for the last three years, Steph. Well, it's not a podcast until you talk about the postal service. And so. that's, that's where it started. <laughs> uh, when I, when I worked for those people, I, I would go to bed at like three o'clock in the afternoon and I'd wake up at like 10 o'clock, 10, 30, 11, and couldn't get back to sleep. It's time to get up. My, I'm, I'm still supposed to be awake. I'm the exact opposite of what I was last 30 years of my life was supposed to be doing. And, and while you're touching on this, Matt said, I wake up confused. Um, try and explain that. Like, I'm glad you're actually chiming in and we're not the only crazy fucks in here, but um, kind of explain like, how you're feeling with it, Matt? Like, what do you think is causing you to wake up confused and stuff? You know, go ahead and type your answer, and then Matt can carry on. Or give these people something to play here. with, and they just like to play with it. The pops are going That's off. Fine. <laughs> That's fine. Like it all you want. It's funny. Let us know. Let's us know you're involved. But I, yeah. I, I agree with Hedrick there. I would wake up confused. You know, especially when I was on Ambien. You know, of like, I would roll over and feel like I was asleep for 10 hours and that feeling of being asleep for like 10 hours and I'd wake up and it'd be 6 30 and Steph just walked in the door 
is a panic. Uh, yeah, like shit. Did you feel like you overslept? No, I I felt like I did. Like I felt like I was asleep for ten hours. But now that I roll over and look at my at my phone, I've only been asleep for three and a half hours, or three hours, or two hours. And I don't know how you probably can't even count how many times that Steph came home and and you know she would I would feel the house vibrate from her opening the door or you know setting her stuff around or opening the fridge or whatever I slept so light and so terribly that I worked for the post office I averaged like two and a half hours of sleep for like a year and right. I still to this day have trouble staying asleep I never have any trouble falling asleep which I previously had I had trouble staying asleep I would go to sleep right. and knock out and be gone dead to the world can't hear shit and then wake up an hour later and be wide awake and just well, see and like i've kind of experienced what you were saying where you said you feel like you've slept for 10 hours like there's been many a times where like i'll wake up in the middle of the night and i'm like damn man i feel good hell yeah like and then i'll like look at the clock and it'll be like one in the morning yeah and i'm like well fuck yeah man i feel this good I get to go back to sleep for three more hours, you know. Yeah, see, you I, I don't feel. I don't three, feel like three, that. You wake up in like three more hours, and then you're just dead. You just feel like really crummy compared to what you did in the middle of the night when you woke up. It's almost like you should have got up then and started doing something, you yeah. Because you felt like you had the energy, but you know that you can't make it through the day if you do get up then and do something. And, and yeah, and when I was exerting all that, you know, physical energy from doing all that hard work at the post office, it was like, you know, okay, I have to get more sleep. And then the anxiety of trying to get more sleep kept me from going to sleep, you know? So, and, and it was just, it was, I was damned if I do and damned if I didn't. And I, I still struggle with that. Like I honestly, you know, have to tell Steph, we like, you know, Hey, I, I just need to, to stay home and just, you know, not necessarily sleep, but just rest. Because if I don't, I'm going to be in trouble. And then I'm going to end up taking it out on the people that I work with or taking it out on Steph, you know, and just being a raging asshole to people. Right. Because I'm not getting the quality. It's not that I can't sleep. I just don't get quality sleep. You know, I right. wake up four, five, six times a night. And, you know, it's not even because I have to go pee. I just. Uh, I just flip a, a switch flips in my brain and it says time to get up. And if that happens for me, like on a Saturday or a Friday night when I know I don't have to get up, I'm aggravated. And then I'm aggravated because I can't sleep. And then I try to stay in bed and then I have a goddamn headache all day because I stayed in bed too long trying to sleep. So yeah, that, see, like it's different for me, like, like on the weekends when I can shut my alarm off. I don't feel the anxiety because I know that I don't have to get up and go do this. Right. I don't have to get up and go do that. My, I'll still wake up early just because it's my internal time clock, but I don't feel the anxiousness because I feel like I have to do this and I'm not going to have the time. My, my brain knows that I'm not going to work that day and that I don't have to get up and get the kids up and I don't have to get up and do this. I don't have, you know, I don't have to do that right now. So I can realize, oh, hell, it's fucking 4 o'clock. I'm going back to sleep, you know. And I can usually lay back down and kind of crash out. My mind's fine. Um, one of the things I'm seeing here in the chat, you know, Matt was saying, 
um, answering his question or my question when I asked him about him being confused. Um, said he has no clue. There, he said there's times I wake up, don't know where I'm at, don't know where my wife and kids are at. Um, my mom, she commented in there, said she can't go to sleep. I can't stay asleep. I average three or four uh, hours a night. Um, Nick was saying um, I was having trouble sleeping due to lack of oxygen. Now that I ha I use oxygen at night, I stay asleep for a good five, six, five to six hours. Um, I guess I kind of want to do an experiment for everybody that's chimed in here too. Um, everybody that has answered in here uh, on on the sleeping habits um, is is married, I including yourself, Dana. We can I consider it. Do Do you go to bed together like yeah. at the same time? Like you both are just like, ah, right, it's time to go to bed, you know, and you guys go lay down yeah. together. Ninety times out of a hundred, yeah. Yeah, and and sometimes sometimes Karina will crash out a little bit before me, but for the most part, I mean, when it's bedtime, yes, we we go lay down together, and I feel like that helps. And and one thing that I can see where you know Matt's can confusion may come in is he works nights, right. Um, Brennan works, his wife works days. Um, and they're busy. I mean, his, his two daughters are doing cheer and softball, volleyball. They're doing all kinds of different tournaments and they're running here. Matt's got one kid here. His wife's got another one here at the same time. They've got to be in two different places at the same time. I can completely understand where I think his confusion's coming from just because they have such a packed schedule. They're on opposite schedules. Yeah, too much going schedules. on. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just a lot going on. Um, you know. Joe, t Joe just said he it thinks it's stress, and that's honestly, I can tell you right now from personal experience, that's 90% of it. What do you mean? I'm not married. It, thank God. Joe just said it says, I'm not married, but thank God I think it's stress. And it could be any type of stress. I mean, it could be anything of like, you know. I get done with these podcasts at night, and I'm thinking, okay, I have to fix this fucking audio somehow. <laughs> I mean, it's simple as that. I mean, like, right? You know, for for me, um, uh, for me, I usually will, you know, drink a glass of milk before I go to sleep, and you know, like right now, I feel like I'm kind of wound up a little bit, and I feel like I could probably be awake until two or three o'clock in the morning. So I will go in, and I will. I'll drink milk, not more milk, but I'll just drink a glass of milk and I'll take a Tylenol. And if I'm feeling really fucking weird, I'll, I'll take a Benadryl and then I know I'm gone, but I always See, just I have to, I know I just have to, anything. yeah. But the thing is, is you might have to start taking something. John. You're getting old, buddy. It's just part of it. Yeah, but the problem is, is I don't have a problem going to sleep. It like, doesn't matter. Your subconscious can take over at any time. It's, it's it's the waking up that I mean, dude, it gives me so bad anxiety some mornings when like if I like if I sleep to my alarm, I'm good. No shit. If I sleep through the night, if I wake up at one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning to go piss, whatever, I can get back to sleep. And if I sleep till my four thirty alarm, when it fucking wakes me up, I'm good. I don't feel it. Right. It's, it's like it's 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 a schedule. No, let me ask let me ask you this. If you wake up a half hour before the, before your alarm, do you roll Fucked. over and look at your phone? 
Yeah, because don't most well most of the time I have to piss. If I most of the time if I'm waking up, it's because I have to piss. Well, uh, the, then then get up and piss. Don't look at your phone. That's the first step. I'm tell I'm telling you from experience. Don't look at your phone because if you have to piss, just get up and go piss and go back to fucking bed. <laughs> and some of it, it it's hard sometimes because I use that phone to kind of flash down on the floor and make sure I'm not stepping on the fucking dog because his bed's right there beside me. Well, and... if you step on the fucking dog, then you step on the fucking dog. He'll learn not to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll learn eventually. And see, I'm... like Dale just said, am I the only one that wakes up three minutes before the alarm goes? No, off? I do see, it all the time. That doesn't bother me. Mine goes off that at eight a.m. every morning, seven fifty-seven. I'm awake. Yeah, and, and see, like that's the thing. I that that doesn't bother me. If it's it's if I know that I have potential time to go back to sleep. Anywhere, we'll just say anywhere from fifteen minutes up to the hour. If I wake up, I've got anxiety. Yeah, just I'm. Uh, it's it's just so try bad. It. Just it's try so not bad to that look I at will, your phone. Like, it's one of those deals that it'll be so fucking bad that like I'm walking around the house trying to get everybody ready and trying to get like the, um, all oh, trying to get the kids, you know, diapers changed, get things loaded up, get them ready to go, get myself ready, get the dog let out. That I will, it will put me into a coughing fit so bad that I almost puke. Like oh, I really cough so fucking hard that I'm about gagging. I did it this morning. Did it this Bam. morning. I kind of have the same problem, but like mine's from I like have, sinus drainage. <laughs> well, and I've got some of that going on right now. You know, it, I do, but that's that wasn't the issue. And I told Karina that, you know, I I I try to communicate very well with her, like when I am feeling anxiety, and she'll be like, you know, she'll ask me, and you know what's wrong or what's going on. And most of the time I don't have an answer for it. And especially, and I try to think in plenty of time in the fucking paint booth, I literally try to break this shit down and figure out things that are out of, out of sequence that would maybe cause it. And that's the only thing that I've came down to is waking up before the alarm or, and feeling, you know, my brain playing tricks on me and, telling me that I'm not going to be able to get my shit done in time and there's no way I can control it. It just does what it needs. It does what it wants and change, change your alarm time. Go 15 minutes earlier or 15 minutes later and see what your brain does. I mean, you don't have to do it 15, do it five. You know, I mean, it's, that's, that's kind of what I have to do. I was thinking about that. It's funny. You mentioned that I was thinking about that like a couple, three days ago. I was like, you know, I'm going to have to, I've kind of gotten into a routine to where I'm like, my body knows when I'm, my alarm's going to go off, so I'm going to have to start rolling my snooze back to like 15 minutes now and setting my alarm for like 7:45 instead of eight. Right. You know, so that way I can kind of change it up a little bit. That way, it can my body just doesn't know. Yeah. So. And Nick Uli just said I set an alarm. Uh, I don't. I don't set an alarm though. I just wake up between 4:45, 5:30. I can't sleep past it. Even the weekend with no plans, still awake by 5:30, kind of annoying. And see, like, that wouldn't be a problem for me, you know, if, you know, to the 4.30, you know, up till the 4.30 mark, that wouldn't be a problem for me until 
you know, I, you know, for the weekend with no plans, I don't get the anxiety, but during the week is when it really, really sets in. Um, you know, Joe's saying same thing, even on the weekends, he's up at four thirty every day. He also said Karina might be pregnant. That's um, <laughs> impossible. <laughs> yeah, boy. Got it's not impossible. <laughs> it's improbable. Whatever. <laughs> I will. I will say that the other test was taken recently, and uh, it was negative for little swimmers. So, <laughs> yeah, um, man. I I would say you know just from speaking from experience, I've I've had that as well. To where like I just wake up going, oh fuck, I'm gonna miss my alarm, or you know I'm not gonna be able to get back to sleep, or whatever the case may be. I I would say change your alarm time. And then if you have to pee or get out, get out of bed, just get out of bed, go walk down the hallway, and then go right go right back to go right back to sleep. Don't look at your phone. Don't work at nothing. You know, fuck that dog. That dog will get the fuck out of the way. My cat always did. You know, until he figured out the fact that you know, oh fuck, I can't sit there because he's gonna fucking step on my head. He'll figure it out. You know, fuck that yeah. dog. Your sleep's way more important than that fucking dog and your mental well being. Fuck all that. Well, take, and, and take a biggest, fucking Tylenol, biggest, dude. <laughs> yeah, but the biggest smoke the biggest some thing, weed, John. <laughs> absolutely not. The biggest <laughs> thing with like the biggest thing with not snip, like the not stepping on the dog part is because we still have Mason in his cradle in the bedroom with us. So I try to be as quiet as I can whenever you know I get up and move around because I do have to walk past his cradle and I and he does fairly well sleeping in the middle of the night, and, but. He's one of those that when I pull him out of his bed in the morning to change him, as soon as he makes eye contact with me, he's all grinning and he is fucking wound out, ready to go. Yeah, you know? I mean you and got so, you, you got that going on too. You know, you got a new baby, you got a little more hustle and bustle in your life, and you know, I mean, it's just. But I'm I'm adjusted to that morning schedule though. Like, what you know, I get up, I, I've got my system. I get up, I go pee, I let the dog out. When the dog comes back in. I go, wake Owen up. He gets up, starts getting ready. And then I go in Bexley's room. I wake her up. I get her up, get her changed, get her dressed, finish getting myself dressed. Owen's usually dressed and hanging out on the couch by this point. Bexley's dressed and hanging out on the couch. Karina's getting herself ready, getting lunches packed in the bag packed to go over to her mom's. The last thing I do is I go in there and wake Mason up, get him changed, and then load him up in his car seat. And then we all meet in the freaking kitchen and we, we head out, you know, we have a good, we have a good system, you know, and, and it's not, that we can't do it in a timely manner, but it's just, like I said, when, when I wake up earlier than the alarm, it, my mind just plays tricks on me that I can't tell it that it's lying to me and it just causes me all kinds of issues. Like, like this morning, like it was like, once we left the house, you know, I told Karina, like, you know, once we got in the car and was driving to Batesville, I was fine. I was fine. I didn't feel the anxiety anymore. The job was done. You know, everything that needed to be done for the morning up to the commute was completed. And I, I mean, uh, yeah, and I, I, I get that. But, just, I mean, just wake up with confidence. You know, like, I have the same routine and do the same shit every morning. You know, Stephanie right. does too. You know, like, when you wake up, you know what time you have to get started. So whether you wake up at, you know, obviously if you wake up five hours before your alarm goes off, go the fuck back to sleep. You know, take a fucking right. Tylenol, reset, go take a Tylenol, don't take a Benadryl, 
<laughs> by then you'll you'll fucking miss it. Um, take a Tylenol, go get you a nice swig of milk, drink a little half bottle of water or something, you know, and just reset. Like you've had three hours of sleep. You don't have to have eight consistent hours. You could have three here and be awake for ten minutes, and then take a piss, drink a bottle of water, and get five. I do it all the time. Like I'm right. up. Stephanie's up every night. I'm up every night. Now, granted, we're up at different times, but my thing is, if I wake up and I talk, if I speak, I am awake, and I'm talking. I am awake right now. Yeah. Like if I walk around the, the bed and step over, you know, stub my toe on the door frame or something or whatever, and go, oh motherfucker, and even if I just kind of trip and fall and not hurt myself or go oh i have to catch myself and if i speak out of my mouth out of my mouth i am awake from that point on right yeah and see i'm i'm a morning person like i don't hate the mornings i don't mind them i mean i've talked about it on previous episodes where we've raced on a friday night i got home at 2 a.m got to sleep got to get back up at 4 a.m to work on a saturday ran a whole day on a couple hours because we raced that saturday night too you right. know it was something i did last year if i can get out of bed get about an hour two hours into the day i'm good for the whole day i'm usually good you know and i feel okay but yeah just here here recently over time things have just been progressive getting worse as far as the the anxiety with the alarm clock and stuff you know Making me feel like I can't get shit done. And, you know, like this morning, all I do is just keep running and trying to make sure I'm watching the clock and getting things done. And I, I'm, I keep, I, I just feel like it's a race, like that I'm not, like I kept looking at the clock this morning and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking good. Like we're, Bexley's changed, Owen's dressed, Mason's fucking ready, and we still got five minutes. Like we got plenty of fucking time, you know, to just, or we still got like ten minutes, you know. Right. It's one of those yeah. deals that's just tough. But, you'll get through it, man. It, I mean, you just, oh, and, and, just and have I'm the conf- the have one. the confidence, have the confidence that the you one. can do it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not don't the look only at your one, phone. You know? and, and that that was the biggest thing that you know we've talked about with doing this podcast is bringing light to situations that. You know, you you've talked about something that that's happened. I I just re- recently listened to it on one of our past episodes that you were self conscious about with the the the, the sweating issue. Mm-hmm. You know, there's you're not the only one that goes through that. And, and with the anxiety, there's been plenty of people here that's dealing that. And you know, it's one of those that I feel like it's awesome that we can. It may not be a very big platform. But it's cool that we have a platform that we can come out here and make people not feel like they're crazy, you know, and make people <laughs> right, understand yeah. that oh yeah they have they that the, we're experiencing the same issues and similar issues. Maybe maybe not completely. I mean, they vary in their own little way. But to make people feel normal and, and to feel include inclusive and understand that, you know. They're not they're not a psychotic piece of wacko. <laughs> you know that we're we're all living the life and going through I mean it. everybody does it. Just people handle it differently, you know? Right. Let's right. do it. All right. I think that's the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So uh special thanks to Hedrick's Lawn and Landscaping. Um he he told me you know, we're we're pushing hard to get everything done for the series here. He 
he's uh he's gearing up getting things ready for the spring um he's getting ready to get start getting slammed with landscaping jobs so um, if you've got any kind of things that you want done around the property you might want to start getting them in getting the bids in now getting some estimates done and getting on the schedule for him here in the upcoming warm weather um anything that you do if you have if you tell him that the just got just got off podcast sent you then you will get 10 percent off your bill um special thank you to um <clears throat> murray's automotive detailing and performance um he's he's gearing up he said the other day that he was getting ready to uh get things ready for some uh details car details clean outs sweeping all that stuff all that good stuff um he would do 10 percent off of the sales as well um let's see and then we got gray auto over in greenfield indiana uh that's brandon and brenton gray if you go over there and talk to them and one of their salesmen jordan uh, i've known jordan in high school um go talk to one of them you guys buy a new or used car from them i know tax time's coming around you need a beater with a heater they've got good used cars that are affordable or if you've uh wanting to make a big purchase uh, they got new cars all over the lot. Check out their inventory, see what they got. If you buy a car, though, tell them that we sent you that you will get two free oil changes after the time of purchase. Um, and then our last one is Roost by Uli. Uh, Nick said he's he's in the chat, actually, and he said he would def- do free roofs for everybody. <laughs> so, Come on over, I'm man. just kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure Nick said 10% off as well if you tell him that the Just Got Off podcast sent you. Um but those are our four big guys that make this possible. Uh, Hell yeah. It's fun. They come, they come in here, like I said, Matt and Nick's been in here shooting the shit with us uh, most of the night and uh, partaking in our, our shenanigans. And um, we want to thank all of them that come in here and hang out with us and make this what it is. It's fun. Hell yeah. Appreciate you guys being on board with us. Uh, and I'm going to uh, go ahead and put it out there right now. Um, if you – I've seen that John has been posting all the stuff for the TQ Midget Series. Uh, I am the one that designed all the stuff. <laughs> um, and I have a page out there. It's called Rockstar Graphics. If you'd go over and like that and you need something done, that's uh, R-E-W-K-S-T-A-R and then the word graphics. Um, if you'd like something done, I'm working on a midget wrap for a guy right now. Um, kind of dabbling into that. Just uh, let me know. I'll try to get you done. Uh, I'm a bit overloaded with stuff to do <laughs> right now. so. Um, but I will try to get you done. We can talk about some ideas for your graphic stuff if you need some upgrades or you need some new stuff or whatever you need. So go over to Facebook and like Rockstar Graphics for me. And uh, Steffi can't spell. Uh, John, do you have Bexley there somewhere? Uh, yeah, I do. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Adios, motherfucker.